0: realize the problem experience the problem using empathy and define it what is it that you are trying to resolve because this is also one of the things that i see as as a coach uh practicing coach since last about t- 12 years that the biggest struggle many a times it happens and some of you or all of you those who are coaches would know that at times there is a challenge that what, what goal we want to achieve? What is it that we are trying to resolve? Getting become Making it crystal clear is very, very important. This is where this design thinking uh, approach will also be useful, not only in resolving the challenge at hand, but also defining it clearly.
1: everyone good morning good afternoon and good evening wherever you all are joining us from I'm Kiva, and it's lovely to have you all join us for today's webinar which is on coaching for innovation before I get to all the details about this webinar and I invite our guests for today I'm going to just request you all to use the chat box and say a quick hello to us let us know where you're joining us from We also have our team member, Yamini. Yes, she's right there, who'll be the chat box moderator. Thanks, Yamini. She's joining us from India, Bangalore. We have Archana from Pune. Welcome Archana. Hello, everyone. Okay. We have Babu Raj from Cochin. Hello, Girish. Hello, Aravindan. Tanya. Hello, Monica, Dubai, Vadodara, South Africa, India, lots of different places in India. Nice, that's a mixed crowd. Very, very nice to see you all here today. Welcome to the uh, Future of Coaching webinar. Today, we don't have uh, Ram or Pranav joining us, but we have with us Ujwal, who is a Senior faculty member at Kocharya and also a board member at Kocharya. Thank you so much, Ujwal, for taking the time out. It's a pleasure to have you here with us. And our guest for today is Shiva. And I think most of you would have read the bio that we shared with you. Shiva is the co founder of Biomimicry Compass. Uh, He is extremely, extremely passionate about biomimicry, design thinking, and any interaction that you have with him, you'll be left uh, feeling absolutely amazed at the kind of knowledge that he has about these subjects. So we have an amazing, amazing person here with us today who's going to tell us about uh, three beautiful concepts. Biomimicry, systems thinking habits and design thinking and Ujwal is going to help us to understand the intersections uh, that, uh, that lie with these three concepts and will tell us a little bit more about just coaching for innovation. And just for our audience again today, before we get started, I know a lot of you have reached out to us uh, checking about your resource development certificates. So for this webinar, you can claim an RD. All you'll have to do is attend this webinar and then you'll hear from our team. You'll receive an email. There'll be a link uh, that you need to click on, fill out some details and you will receive your certificate right after. So that's it from my end. A warm welcome to everybody, and now over to you, Ujwal and Shiva.
2: Thank you, uh, Kiva.
0: Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Kiva. And uh, it's my pleasure. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. And uh, I'm very glad to have this discussion with you. And it is going to be a conversation. So please have the chat box running as well as the Q&A section running. Uh, The purpose, uh, Kiva, has already set for all of us, and uh, I'm going to share with you a bit of a background that how this whole thing shaped up, okay? So, Shiva, if you remember, we met uh, in Chennai last December, and uh, we were discussing uh, about how, what are, what kind of different approaches in coaching that we have tried, and how coaching can be an amazing instrument or a way of life which can help people bridge the knowing doing gap. Because one of the biggest untapped human predicament is that people knowing what to do, perhaps knowing how to do, but perhaps they are not sure whether they are going to do it or not. So so we discussed that, that how how do we, resolve this uh, this particular dilemma and how coaching can be a beautiful tool to bridge going from point A to point B. And Shiva brought this point very beautifully. He said that, Ujwal, what you are saying is absolutely correct. However, there are several things which are not yet known to us. There are several pressing challenges that mankind has been facing and they have not been you know solutions which are sustainable so the difference uh, as all of you know i'm not getting into the dictionary definition of discovery and innovation but how do you step into the field of the future and try and resolve some of the challenges that either you are facing as a leader either you are facing as a family person either you are a scientist either you are into any kind of research and development into product management or you want to innovate something to lead a better life for yourself and for everybody else so that is where shiva uh, you know brought up this whole topic about uh, biomimicry and it was just amazing to listen to him and uh, then we spoke about systems thinking then we spoke about uh, design thinking and whole point that came up as whatever shiva was talking I was connecting it with coaching and also spirituality. So that is where our founder, Ram, who happens to be our teacher, our mentor, all of you would know him. Ram suggested that why not both of you work together to to see both of you are convinced about the intersections and synergies that coaching and these three topics, uh, can you partner to create something which will help people solve their known or unknown challenges in much better way. And there is less suffering for the world. And uh, before I hand it over to Shiva, I just would like to tell you that listening to him is treat. Why? Because he teaches at one of the most premier technology institutions that we have in India, which is Indian Institute of Technology at uh, Madras or which is now known as Chennai, but name of the Institute is known as IIT Madras. And uh, he teaches to one of the most brilliant brains that passes out from the one of the toughest exams that any student can face. And he teaches them how to become a better innovator, better engineer, better researcher with a human heart. Okay, so uh, I would invite Shiva, to talk about these three topics. And also whenever uh, I'm invited, I'll, I'll just connect it with coaching. So ultimately, we need the world to be in better shape, better place. And this world needs coaching and coaches more than ever before. Likewise, learning from Mother Nature also more than ever before. Yeah. So over to you, Shiva.
2: Uh, thank you, Ujwal. Um, it's it's it's. Uh, I don't even know how to start, how to express my my emotion right now because um, because when I started when I started learning biomimicry, I did not think that we would reach uh, a stage where we are talking about coaching and biomimicry. Uh, but after I spoke to you, like you said, I think um, the whole the whole the whole um, concept starts to 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 merge together. So uh, I uh, to make it easy for all the participants. Thank you very much, all of you, because I'm 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 deeply indebted to all of you for being here. I know I know it's difficult to take one hour away from from your busy life, but in spite of that, if you're here, it's it's really very very gratifying and and lots and lots of gratitude to all of you. Uh, thank you, Ujwal. Thank you, Kocharya, for arranging this. So uh, I'm going to be talking about to, to uh, we have about an hour, and I, I want. Uh, you know, Ujwal has been a great coach. I'm learning so much from him. So I, I want, I would like this session to be both Ujwal's time and my time. So I, I'm going to invite him uh, several times in this session so that he's able to connect the three topics that we're talking about. But in order to in order to help us understand how, what we're going to do in the next one hour, I have, I have a slide presentation. I have four things to speak about. The first, of course, is, is intersection and which is why we are here. So I have four slides on sections. I'll introduce the concept intersections to you. Then I will speak about biomimicry for about five minutes. Ujwal will then connect the biomimicry principles that we speak about to coaching and how, how they intersect. And then I'll talk about design thinking for about five minutes. And then Ujwal will connect design thinking to coaching. Then I'll speak about the system thinking habits and Ujwal will sum up what he can from the from the uh, you know connecting the system thinking habits and uh, and coaching, so at the end of one hour, all of us, in, in, including all your questions and all that, we should go away with a very embellished view of coaching, right? So that's the plan. Um, I I'm going to start sharing my screen. Uh, so just to help us understand why we are here why this whole topic has come up, why this seminar, uh, you know, and all that. And I'm going to talk about this, this this brilliant creativity tool called intersections. Now, and that's why we are here. Intersection is a, is a place that ideas from different dis- disciplines come together and create a new idea. So one of the examples, and, and there's a lovely book called The Medici Effect by Franz Johansson where he talks about intersections. So therefore, This is a classic example of intersections. Um, This is, of course, the Cirque du Soleil, which was was invented, I must say, invented by Guy LaLiberte in Canada. But what is interesting about Cirque du Soleil, it's an intersection between the circus and the theater. So you will find people, for instance, if if you're looking looking at Cirque du Soleil, uh, with a Shakespeare play, you will probably find the characters on a trapeze, and that's what intersections do for you. Two ideas merge together to create a new idea. What? How do intersections happen? Intersections are widely different ideas that come together, and you step into the step into the intersection. You step into that 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 place where two ideas come together to think about a new idea. And finally, of course, the question, therefore, is: Can we create new solutions? Which is which is what we are trying now, right now. What Ujjwal and I and all of you here are trying is that: Is the, are there new intersections we can create between coaching and biomimicry, coaching and design, etc.? What can be the new topics that we can learn? And and this, the third question is the most interesting question: Can I learn, for instance, can I learn how to how to uh, cook? from a gardener. Is there a connection between cooking and gardening? So the, the whole question is, can we be very, very adventurous and try and find out if there are intersections that exist that we haven't explored yet? So that is what uh, that is what really excited me to speak to, to, to Ujbal and find out if there are intersections between these topics, Ujbal.
0: Yeah, thank you for that, uh, Shiva. And uh, there is a question uh, from Sai, which I have replied, but uh, wants to know that is biomimicry one of the oldest sources of design? So I responded by saying that yes, but it is largely untapped. So we are going into that section, but just wanted to validate this with you before we get into that
2: topic. Yes, you're right because uh, it is the oldest because 3.8 billion years old and all that, so it can't there can't be anything older than that. Thanks, Sai, for that. So, but the only problem is, I, I think 1998 is when Janine Benyus wrote that great book on biomimicry, and suddenly the world is woke, up to biomimicry. So, uh, can I Ujwal, uh, well go to the biomimicry section so that you know we can start the... Yes,
0: yes, yes, Shiva. I will just add one sentence uh, while you bring up the slide. Is this that intersections uh, with coaching and interconnections with coaching is so amazing that uh, I was just enamored by that and that's how this whole thing shaped up. So thank you for your patience uh, during the whole process, Shiva.
2: So um, so let's, I'm just very briefly, okay? Very, very briefly going to talk about biometric because I know that this is not, you know, we don't have enough, time for it, but I'd love to maybe come back some other day and speak longer. But essentially, essentially biomimicry is this. Practice that learns from and mimics the strategies of nature in order to solve human challenges. The the, the core, you know, when you go away from this webinar and someone asks you what is biomimicry, there's only one sentence to say, which is we learn from nature. We don't learn about nature. We learn from nature. We learn from nature. So instead of simply saying wow to nature, we also say how. The next slide is even more revealing. For instance, on the left is all is something that all of us studied in school. Every one of us has studied botany in some way or the other, biology in some way or the other. So in biology, we learn about nature, while in biomimicry, we learn from nature. So when we look at the tree, our whole perspective of what a tree changes we know that the name of the tree is neem but we also know that the, there is a canopy that humidifies air and increases inland participation yes. we also know we also know that leaves capture solar energy with non toxic and biodegradable materials we also know limbs create structural support with minimal materials we also know that trunks move water against gravity now the whole question is the whole question is on the left is what i learn about nature or the right is i learn from nature but the purpose of the learning the purpose of the learning is to do something in the human world and copy what nature is doing for instance if i want if i want to take water from the ground floor to the fourth floor can i learn from the tree and look at how to transport water without electricity without a pump The question, the the answer is yes, it is possible because there is a process in biomimicry. There's a process in biomimicry that starts with the problem definition. I want to transport water. The next is how does nature transport water? Then look at the strategies of nature and use that strategy to build a waterless, uh, an electricity less motorless pump that takes water from ground to top. Only thing we need to work hard and try and make this happen. But the, the principles are there. The knowledge is there with the tree, so the tree becomes our teacher now, because she is telling us how to do these things. And then, of course, the the next portion, environment tree. So nature is, is 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 very clever, right? When we make dyes, we we pollute the atmosphere and all that. When nature makes color, she doesn't do that. When nature manages traffic. She doesn't get into a traffic jam. When we manage traffic, we do have traffic jams. And we can learn from termites how we can manage traffic. Nature as model, measure, and mentor. This is probably the big slide for coaching because we are looking at nature as a model. How can we model our lives after nature? How can we measure our lives after nature? And how can nature be a mentor to us? For this, we emulate the technology of nature. We emulate what the strategies of nature. We... The ethos of nature is, this is something that that I have literally fallen in love with because look look at that line, look at that line, the underlying aspirations behind something that life creates conditions conducive to life. What it really means is that life offers hope, that nature somehow somehow regenerate, somehow takes care of itself. Nature is born, nature is die. The seasons come, the rains come. And somehow the nature sees to it that everything around nature is alive and well. It never destroys. And finally, reconnect. How can we... This is, you know, very strange sometimes when you look at nature as a third person. But tell me really, is there not a connection between every one of us and nature? Why are we even referring to nature as, as a third person? So the whole point in biomimicry is, can I can I reconnect to nature? And the nature's design principles are something that, that coaching, that I don't know what will benefit more, biomimicry or coaching. I'm going to let Ujibal decide that. Look at these design principles of nature. Nature uses only the energy it needs. Is there a coaching lesson there? Look at this. Is there a coaching lesson here? Nature recycles all materials. This is what nature does when nature makes design. Is there a lesson here? Nature is resilient to disturbances. You know, pine trees, they have two types of cones. The first cone is destroyed along with the pine tree when there is a fire. The second cone is so designed that it will open up only when there is enough heat on the ground, which means after the fire... The second cone bursts open to create a new forest. Can we learn something from optimizing? Can we learn something from providing mutual benefits? Can we learn something from nature runs on information? Can we learn something from this? Nature uses chemistry and materials. Can we learn this is, you know, abundant resources incorporating rare resources only sparingly? Can we learn from this locally attuned and responsive? Nature never goes very, very far away to bring back marble to build houses in Chennai. There are people who go all the way. I'm not judging, I'm just saying that's what we do. And finally, nature uses shape. The the, the shape of the coconut tree itself is so designed that it's functional. Not only is the the tree taller tall, but also the, the tallness of the tree helps the tree get enough sunlight. And finally, I don't have the time to talk about the entire biometry, but you can see how powerful this is, right? You can already see the intersections and we would love you to share these intersections. And this is what it is. I'm just explaining one of those design principles. Nature is locally attuned and responsible. Brilliant case study called Jeevan Bindi, where there was widespread problem of iodine deficiency for rural women in India. What did Jeevan Bindi do? What they did was... They found that the local women applied the bindi as a tradition. And instead of making them force them to take iodine, they made an iodine patch, which was in the shape of a bindi, and it solved the problem of iodine deficiency. So, what we are learning is that this is what nature does nature is locally attuned, nature understands what is around and uses what is around in order to make design. So I'm going to stop there, usual. I'm going to stop there and, and let you take over. But that is what biomimicry is.
0: So, so just to connect, okay? So how this beautifully gets connected? So when I was enamored completely by what Shiva brought about uh, biomimicry to mean, I said that now, see, Mother Nature is there. I, I I don't know whether I have been able to understand mother nature, but I'm certainly sure I haven't been able to understand my mother-in-law's nature, even after 25 years of marriage life. But I'm not going to attempt that. But uh, the whole thing is that if I'm supposed to learn from mother nature, look at core competency too. I'm not sure all of you are coaches, but assuming that all of you are coaches, Core Competency 2, which is about embodies coaching mindset, it talks about four qualities of a coach. Open, curious, flexible, and client-centered. Yeah? So, if I remain open to learn from Mother Nature, because see, as a coach, when you are coaching somebody, we are using several tools and techniques. Now, if one of them could be Mother Nature, so can you have, like Tarun beautifully said, uh, that is Mother Nature a coach? Yes, she could be your co-coach. Of course, you may have to just ask for well, what is the revenue sharing you are going to do with with Mother Nature, but it's also about mentor. So, in biomimicry, we believe that. Every problem that we are facing today, Mother Nature has faced it in some way or the other and has resolved it in its own way. So can we learn, can we incorporate that and use coaching? And for that, one of the core competency, coaching competency that will be required is to cultivate trust. Which is CC four partially CC four core competency four, and also one would need to be present, yeah, and listen. Listen to whom? Not listen to yourself, but also listen to Mother Nature. Perhaps some of them said uh, uh, those of you who know Doctor. of Capra is he is also an amazing systems thinker. He said in this book uh, Systems View of Life. And you can go on his uh, website also, he has written this uh, beautiful blog, assuming we are already 50 years ahead and what COVID is teaching us, have we learned something from it? it, says that COVID was sent to teach us a lesson, perhaps help us pause and reflect what are we doing to Mother Nature. So something like that. So can we listen to Mother Nature? and work on evoking our own awareness, and also evoking our clients' awareness towards learning from mother nature. I think I really like when somebody wrote early on, I'm sorry, I'm not able to remember the name, but somebody mentioned here in the chat box that it's like how she's learning resilience. I think Kamini wrote that, right? So uh, is she learning, from, uh, re- learning resilience from her garden? Absolutely, that's kind of a biomimicry, yeah, so so that's where I see the connection uh, with uh, biomimicry and uh, how it gets integrated. Shiva back to you.
2: what What did we discuss? We discussed what is biomimicry. We discussed uh, that the biomimicry is learning from nature, is learning from nature and not learning uh, about nature. We looked at a tree as a teacher, and we said, there are several aspects of the tree that we can learn from. We also looked at, and and there are other things to biomigree that we did not do now. We also said that there is a way, there's a process by which you go from problem definition to problem, uh, you know, solution. And in that process, there is one question, there's one question, which the question is, I want to do something, how does nature do it? so if i have a problem i want to make fabric i want to make fabric that remains clean it's the problem statement the second question is the complete shift question which is how does nature remain clean and then you look at the lotus leaf the lotus leaf is constantly clean why because there are the lotus leaf is so designed that when water falls on the lotus leaf the micro structures on the lotus leaf wash the water away and along with the water, the dirt is washed away, and therefore now you tell yourself, "Oh, I'm seeing an engineer, an engineer who can actually, who can actually manage to keep herself clean." And then you imitate that strategy of the lotus leaf. You try and make a fabric that is similar to the lotus leaf, and when you wear that shirt, that shirt remains clean. There's actually a company called lotus Sound paint, Lotusan Paint, L O T U S A N, which makes paint. And if you paint your house with that paint, then your house remains cleaner than other paints. So what we are learning is is a strategy, is, is a way of learning from nature. But it's not just technology alone. You can learn team building from nature. You can learn how to get along from nature. There are several human resource aspects that we can learn from nature too. And the design principles that we saw, those 10 design principles, are the design principles that nature uses in order to make design. The ethos of biomimicry is that life creates conditions conducive to life. So all this put together, the question now is, the question now is how do we connect it to coaching, which Ujjwal just saw, right? So what I'm gonna do, yeah, thank you Ujjwal. So um, I, I'm now going to design thinking because we said we'll we'll, we'll look at all the three aspects. So, design thinking. I have only uh, I have only three slides. Just want to introduce it. So, I give more time to usual because you know, this is something that many of you may identify it, identify with, So, we finished with biomimicry. We're going to come back maybe later and all that. But right now, now essentially, design thinking. Uh, essentially, design thinking is is so. So this is—I I thought this is this is probably very, very critical for this for this webinar because we're talking about the seven mindsets for design thinking. Of course, we start with empathy, and I think all of us as coaches have understood the power of empathy. But here in design thinking, empathy is more is used more for for looking for problems to solve because sometimes identifying a problem is more difficult in creativity than looking for solutions. Solutions are easy. Ideation is the easiest thing in the world. But can I actually look for a problem? Actually, many of you may be interested to know that in IIT Madras, we actually have what is called an empathy walk, where the design thinking students go around the campus looking for problems. So there is this person person who will say, I want to empathize with the watchman and become the watchman for about three hours. And then at the end of three hours, he notices that his knees start to pain. And once his knees start to pain, as an engineer, he asks himself, how do I resolve that pain? So the problem statement that he comes up with is, how might I, how might I relieve the watchman of knee pain? Now that has come, the the problem didn't exist before, but the problem exists now simply because of the tool of empathy. And can we use empathy? Of course, we we use empathy in coaching, but this this is a very good tool to understand how we can use empathy in order to elicit from the coachee what the problems are and of course there's always ambiguity like ujjwal keeps saying we are always walking into the unknown so therefore embrace ambiguity optimism is all all of us have by way of coaching we we, we love to be optimistic because we pass on the optimism to the coachee also uh, iterate is important because it's not always that we 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 come up with the right problem definition or the right problem um, ide- uh, right idea right we keep on going back if and creativity design thinking is the only is the only subject where you are allowed to fail it's okay to fail though. the more failing the better because you start to understand maybe maybe i chose the wrong problem to solve maybe i chose the wrong idea to 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 implement and therefore iterate is an important uh, important part of design thinking and learning from failure i just said and finally after we have ideated we just don't leave it aside we actually implement just like in coaching so I thought the design thinking mindset and coaching, lots and lots of stuff we can we can exchange and we can learn from. So essentially, this is the process. You will have a problem. You say, how do I approach the challenge? How do I interpret the challenge? What do I create? Ideation. I have an idea. How do I build it? And how do I evolve it? This is a more interesting slide. We learn, we learn in design thinking that once you have a challenge and then you, you frame the question, and third you generate ideas but it's a huge but here simply because you don't immediately implement the idea you prototype the idea you test the idea you test the prototype after i have created the design i go to about 10 15 20 people and say this is the solution i have how do i test it how do how does it look i get feedback from the customer and i and i implement so can we can we follow similar rules can we pick up many of these things into coaching is the quest Ujwal.
0: yeah absolutely shiva very very well said i think uh, i'm going to i'm going to put up uh, put a spotlight on one point which you mentioned earlier i think it is important to define the problem so explicitly so clearly then only you can resolve it. Yeah. So, for example, if uh, I go to a doctor and say that there is something happening to me, I I don't know what's happening to me, can you please help me resolve it? The doctor will not know unless we exactly say, how do we have, uh, you know, whether do we have a headache or a body ache or whatever is happening, unless I describe clearly how he or she is going to treat me. Yeah. So, in that kind of a situation, design thinking also helps us, de- helps us to define the problem so clearly that you can resolve it. Like what Shiva mentioned about becoming a security guard for about three hours, you step into the character of that person and experience what he or she is feeling. And on that basis, you realize the problem experience the problem using empathy and define it what is it that you are trying to resolve because this is also one of the things that i see as as a coach uh, practicing coach since last about t- 12 years that the biggest struggle many a times it happens and some of you or all of you those who are coaches would know that at times there is a challenge that what what goal we want to achieve? What is it that we are trying to resolve? Getting, become making it crystal clear is very, very important. This is where this design thinking uh, approach will also be useful, not only in resolving the challenge at hand, but also defining it clearly.
2: Yeah. Well, I also I also thought there is a lot of sense in 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 Prototyping, yes, for actually implementation because yes, many times as a coach, you know, there there is this 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 agreement that we we build with the coachy saying this is what will happen over the next few and it, so instead of instead of prescribing or instead of instead of letting the coachy say okay this is what I'll do can we test it for some time right yeah. and then maybe test the solution for some time and then maybe uh, so I I was thinking. Is, do you or do you not think that there is a connection between before actually implementing something, there is the scope for testing whether the solution yes. is working or not?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so you know that uh, that that brings me to again to coaching competencies uh, where it talks about facilitates clients' growth. So, so, so there are questions about. Uh, When you want to go, and also uh, Shiva, I would like uh, to mention here that it is also not nature of the brain to do prototyping. You will have to train it. Because brain goes for all or nothing. Either it will go full hog, or it will not act at all. But to do something in moderation, to do prototyping and testing, one definitely would need that approach that, let me try it And I think one of the things, uh, one of our conversations you mentioned, Shiva, which I remember you for, apart from many other things that I definitely remember you for, is this, that, what is that smallest step which you want to take today in which you are guaranteed not to fail? Because inertia to action is also one of the brain's uh, way of working. It wants to maintain homeostasis. So basically, uh, the 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 course that we are planning to launch is also containing these aspects of that: how human brain works, how emotions, uh, human emotions work, and how do we learn from mother nature, as well as how do we apply these design thinking principles so that we create a better life for ourselves on people around us.
2: Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Pujwal. So one of the the things that I learned last week about design thinking was that every one of these steps, right? And I I shared it with my students that once you complete a step, Pujwal, it's sort of a success, right? So there are five successes. So similarly in coaching, when we go from one step to the other, the coaching itself, you know, there can be, we, we can term our coaching to be a success, both for us and for and for the coaching. Once we have arrived at what is the problem that we want to solve, then once we have so. Therefore, the whole instead of saying has the entire coaching be a success, can we divide coaching into various parts and go from one success to the other, one success to the other? Yeah, which is what Zen yeah. thinking teaches us.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, yes. Fully agreed. And then, so so that is, so somebody asked me Shiva the other day that, okay, so what is coaching? So I said it in my own way. I'm not sure whether that definition is fully correct or not, but I just went on explaining it in a simplified way. I just said that coaching is an amazing tool for managing transition from point A to point B or orbit A to orbit B by taking micro actions in a sustainable way in a consistent way towards the direction of your goal which is point v or orbit b so that is where design thinking as an approach will be useful that how do you not rush into and how do you how do you prototype before you scale
2: And uh, which will, uh, this this design thinking has a lot of iteration, right? All I keep telling yes. students to go back to the problem statement, then ideation. It, it's not just a linear thing, saying one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, we yeah. Also, I think that also figure in coaching, right? Where we keep on going back and forth and back. Yes, and sir.
0: Go back to the drawing board. Also, don't miss the uh, miss the source and also the destination, and keep keep going back to the drawing board. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
2: So, uh, all right. So, uh, uh, biomimicry, you know, I, I think, I think all of us, all of us here should try and, and, and try and find out what could be the intersections uh, between biomimicry and, uh, and coaching, between design thinking and coaching. And I come to the final uh, topic that we are talking about, which is, which is uh, system thinking habits. Uh, I, I, so I, I, I teach the system thinking habits, which it's not systems thinking, but the system thinking habits. Um, I'm just very briefly going to explain to you what the habits are. Of course, before we, we start with the habits, um, I'm going to talk about system thinking by itself. Uh, we, we, all of us, I think all of us know that uh, the human, the digestive system is, for instance, it's, it's everything, right? You can't just say, uh, let me only have the mouth let me not have the stomach. You have in order to digest food, we have the mouth, the tongue, the epiglottis, salivary glands, parings, esophagus, liver, gallbladder, all this make up the di- digestive system. The mouth cannot say I want to exist in isolation because the mouth depends on the tongue, the tongue depends on the epiglottis, the epiglottis depends on the esophagus. And this is the way we understand a system. So, therefore, system consists of elements, interconnections, and function and purpose. Just like all of us are a system, our family is a system. Uh, IIT Madras is a system, all the coaching community is a system, the government is a system. There are systems that interdepend on each other, are interconnected to each other. Once we learn this, we also learn this brilliant picture. Uh, I think it's brilliant because it, it helps you immediately understand the difference between a heap and a system. The heap on the left side is nothing changes. If you remove some sand, the sand remains the same. But on the right, we have a house. And if I remove the foundations of the house, the whole system collapses. So we start to learn that each one of us is dependent on each other, and this dependency makes us interconnected and makes the system purposeful. Now, this is systems thinking, but but we're not really talking about systems thinking as much as we're talking about the systems thinking habits. What what, I, what we what we teach at IIT Madras and, and, and elsewhere are the 14 habits of a systems thinker. I don't have the time to talk about all the habits, but I'm just going to talk about two and try and connect it to coaching. For instance, the two habits that so look, these are the 14 habits. You can you can look at the website called Water Center for Systems Thinking. So what we do is we look at these habits and teach these habits to the students at IIT Madras who use these habits for their own growth, for their own problem identify, for their own problem, for understanding a problem. So the habits help you understand a problem, help you understand why problems happen. I have found that the habits are a brilliant way to understand the problem. So there are only two habits that I'm going to talk about now. The first habit is, of course, a system thinker seeks to understand the big picture. For us, not only for us, but even in my own life, this habit has come in useful many times. When I fail in a, when when something very 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 unhappy happens to me in my life, I'm normally so overwhelmed by the unhappiness that I don't think of anything else. But after this habit, I've started to take myself, I keep a helicopter ready, a virtual helicopter ready in my house. And whenever I need to understand my life, I put myself in the helicopter and go up and look at my life. And I start to understand that this small unhappiness, whatever I'm doing is important, but not so important that I forget the big picture. And as we go by, we learn more and more about the big picture and all that, practice the big picture. The second habit I want to talk about today is this one. This is something that, that I, I was completely dumbfounded by when I heard, when I when I read that a system thinker recognizes that the system structure generates its behavior. So, for instance, supposing you come to my house and a structure can be physical or it can be mental. So, supposing you come to my house and there's a sofa in the, in the living room. By keeping the sofa in the living room, I have already communicated to you that you are allowed only in the living room. So, therefore, the structure generates this behavior. And right? I'm supposing I want to lose weight and I'm walking towards my, my home every day. And on the way to my house, there are several restaurants. I'm tempted to eat in that restaurant. I will never lose weight because the structure that I have followed prevents me from losing weight. Similarly, when I wake up in the morning, as soon as I wake up in the morning, if I'm going to be looking half an hour at WhatsApp and half an hour reading the paper, I'll never reach office on time because I've created a structure that helps me waste time. So these are the two habits that I thought I will share with you now. But you know, for, for those of you who are interested, the water center is a brilliant place to look at the habits. Like?
0: Yeah, thank you, Shiva. As I was uh, reflecting on uh, what you were sharing, what came up for me uh, is this that uh, you know systems thinking habits helps people see uh, interconnections and interdependencies of a larger system that they are a part of. So, if I am a manager or I am a I am a homemaker or I am a family person, I am into my friends group. Anywhere I need to know that I am a part of a system which is largely invisible. Okay, and as Dr. Marshall Goldsmith says in his book, Triggers, that our ecosystem impacts us in more than, more than our imagination, more than the ways of our imagination. So how, how we look at the system's approach to become aware of our problem, go through the reflection process, to generate the insights, And also to take actions. So this systems thinking habit. Is going to provide. A complete interrelated combination. Of how do I look at. My problem. And also solve it. By taking action. The whole life cycle. Of a client. Okay. So. And where coaching comes in. Okay. Coaching comes in. When I look at the entire thing also not to forget uh, although you uh, you meant to mention that uh, shiva nature is never unethical so how do we also bring coaching ethics here while we coach yeah also how do we bring unconditional positive regard how do we bring empathy which you have already mentioned and also how do we bring congruence nature never tells something and does something, yeah? So all important thing is that these three things, okay, design thinking, systems thinking, habits, and also uh, biomimicry, this whole point three combining together, we are going to offer a complete new way to coach your clients, okay? Now you will have several tools with you already. Can these three things can offer you to coach people who are suddenly completely, you know, in confusion about their future. They are unable to cross that mental barrier, mental wall that they have in mind. Can you help them to break down that wall and them create the same stones can you help them create that bridge with instead of a wall a bridge to help them reach where they want to reach yeah so so this is going to be a very very powerful combination and uh, just for some of you uh, who might be interested to know that shiva and i we are going to start a course it is going to be a foundation course also, it is going to be an advanced course, and also those of you know that in order to apply that, sometimes suppose if you are uh, you are an uh, uh, innovation professional, you are a uh, you are a scientist, you are R and D professional, or you are a researcher, or you are just a simple executive coach who perhaps uh, want to help the clients. Now, in that kind of a situation you may not be able to deploy the things alone if you are working for say UN SDGs, sustainable development goals you may not be able to impact alone you may need your team to do that so we also have combined team coaching as a part of this program so if you sign up for the whole thing then it is going to be 30 weeks and we are going to learn design thinking, systems thinking, and biomimicry combined with coaching at L1 and L2 levels, basic and advanced levels. Also, team coaching is also an option if somebody wants to pick that up. Okay, now or later, that's your choice. But uh, there is there could be a question, Shiva. I uh, somebody asked me yes, thirty weeks for level one, level two, and team coaching, which is ACTC. It will prepare you for the full package. But suppose if you want to go for only L one, and then it is going to be thirteen weeks. Okay, and so on so forth. Our our Kucharya team will be more than happy to, uh, more than happy to respond uh, to your further queries on that. But. Uh, Also, Shiva, somebody asked me that, you know, I'm going to be an internal coach for our organization. Okay, and we we are into information technology. Somebody said we are into manufacturing and we are in old economy business. So I don't know how much of these innovation and R&D and those kind of stuff is going to be useful. Uh, Can it be... for an everyday executive coach who is an internal coach who is dealing with mostly about retention, engagement, promotion, or collaboration related challenges, can can this course be useful? So what I have offered to them that not only we are going to bring those everyday organization and leadership aspects or executive coaching aspects into this program because it's, you can learn from Mother Nature on that also, how nature collaborates, how nature deals with diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah. But not only that, but also apart from these tools. Uh, three three major tools and way of life that you are we are going to teach together. I also offered that if anybody is keen, I can also offer additional four sessions for which they don't have to pay anything extra. But if you are an everyday executive coach, external or internal or a leadership coach, then you can learn some of the tools, which apart from biomimicry design thinking and systems thinking habits, several other tools, like polarity management, neuro-linguistic programming and coaching, uh, you know, appreciative inquiry and coaching, gestalt and coaching. So we are going to offer that. Details also will be available with our uh, uh, Kochare operations team. So uh, that also you can inquire if you are interested. Yeah. But Shiva, I believe you wanted to add something. I'm
2: saying, uh, when you're talking about design thinking, uh, we'll also be adding a lot of um ideation tools like lateral thinking uh, lateral thinking and thinking tools and when there's also a lot of tools to to frame problem statements. how do i frame a problem statement right so what is a narrow problem what is a broad problem what is a just right problem so therefore all these tools and prototyping tools what could be the prototyping tools? so the whole the whole gamut of of scope in design thinking is what we'll be teaching and um, and, and and the whole point is the whole point is uh, I think it'll be it'll be co-created by all all of us as participants because there could be something that I uh, that I don't see that a participant sees. So every session will be a co-created session. So what is it that I see in biomimicry that is related to coaching? What is it that I see in design? It only it, it only helps us become better coaches because we have more tools to choose from. We have more army uh, to choose I may use the word to choose from, right? Yeah.
0: Wonderful. So yes, any any questions? I believe Srini had raised his hand. Srini, would you like to ask your question? Or in case you want to type it here in the chat box. Okay, uh, Kiva, can is it possible to unmute streaming? He wanted to ask his question. Yes. Or wanted to express something. Yeah. And yes. and thank you for emerging like a <laughs> Sorry, sunshine, but... how how <laughs> Mother Nature does every day. Yes. Can can you hear me, Ujwal? Yes, Srin. Yeah. <clears throat> First of all, thanks uh, Shiva and Ujwal. It's a very beautiful, you know,
2: uh, concept which I'm which I exposed this hour. Uh i also want to understand you know how practical you know the the sessions would be i know today we got very high level concepts but if one of you can actually give uh,
0: an example as a participants you know if i if you take an example of any problem or an issue how i am going to you know make use of those uh, sessions that would be a wonder thing or maybe uh, a case or maybe you know what you yeah. got from the uh, earlier you know a uh, participants like me usual Sure, sure. Shiva, would you like to talk yeah. about the so, practical exercises yeah. and uh, how the learning can be applied let's... in work situations?
2: So, Srini, as far as is concerned, there are two aspects to biometry One, you will have a lot of questions, a lot of a lot of applications of biometry. So, we will you will actually work on a problem. For instance, one of the problems that you will work on is let's say you say uh, you define the problem as I want to, I want to. Um, I, I want, to, I want to conduct, um, I, I want to have a stronger team, right? I want to build a stronger team. So this will be the problem given to you. And we are going to ask you to go through the entire biomimicry process yourself. And you will have to say, how does nature build a team? So because lots of, lots of animals and insects in nature do build teams. Then you yourself go to a beautiful webpage called asknature.org where the entire, about 2,000 organisms are listed in Ask nature, from who you learn the strategies of nature. And then after having learned the nature, you come back and say, Shiva, Ujjwal, this is the way nature does it, and this is my strategy for building a team. And then as far as the design principles that we explained are concerned, again, you will be, you will be asked to... You have to come out with very, very practical examples on how you will handle those 10 principles in situations that you have. We are not going to be teaching as much as we are going to be facilitating. Design thinking, again, the opportunities are enormous because, again, you will start with a problem. And importantly, more more than the success at the end of the design thinking process, what we are concerned about is whether or not you get familiar with each and every one of those processes, whether your empathy, whether you can raise your empathy level from five to eight, whether you can, you start to defining problems with a lot of ease, whether you're able to generate about 20 ideas, given the tools, and out of those ideas, you choose two or three ideas. And from those ideas, you try and find out if you can implement those ideas. And finally, of course, there is no doubt about the system thinking, the system thinking, um, Habits is where I think the maximum applicability comes in because I'm going to to ask you, for instance, supposing I'm going to ask you to draw a map of from 18 to 80, right? I'm going to say, look at the big picture of that. And what could be the small, 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 small uh, hiccups that could come on the way? And how will you look at your own life using the big picture? So you have 14 habits to choose from. And I'm sure by the end of this course, you will tell me, Shiva, you know, why don't you let, let you start doing the work and stop me from doing the work? <laughs> okay, super. Thank you, Shiva. Yeah, Thank I love you. that. Yeah.
0: yeah, and also just to uh, just to add to what Shiva has mentioned, uh, you know, learn by doing is going to be uh, the flavor because of course we need to learn by learning. But learn by doing also is going to be the flavor. So also, Srini, we are also going to work on how do you use that with your client? Okay, so when when you have your peer coaches, you can use them as your client. And when you are going to do that, this course will require you to ballpark and commit to roughly about uh, six hours in a week where three hours in a week, we meet on Zoom and remaining two and a half to three hours in a week, you will practice what you have learned because uh, otherwise it will remain as a knowledge, it will not become skill. So how to use it in coaching as well, as well as solving some of your own uh, matters if you, if you wish to work on. Yeah, that's what just I wanted to add. So I hope those three hours on Zoom as well, if I understand it, it will be in the weekends, not in the working days. It is going to be Friday evenings. Uh, Are you by any chance in India?
1: Yeah,
0: I am. Okay. Yeah. So this is going to be Friday evenings, 6.30 to 9.30 India time. Okay. Perfect. Sounds good. Yeah. Yes, Arvindan. Uh, Kiva, can we uh, request uh, to unmute Arvindan?
1: yes so just doing
0: yeah yeah uh
1: arvindan
0: uh yes <clears throat> yes you can unmute arvindan
1: then uh, you had unmuted yourself. If you could do that again and uh, then you can speak to us.
2: Arvind, you need to unmute Arvind.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh.
2: I think you're not able to.
1: Yes, I think there's either a technical glitch or...
2: Okay.
0: And also responding to Monica uh, in the chat box, uh, question answer. Yes, Monica, in case you are there on the call, this is going to be for anybody who is starting afresh. Okay. So you don't need to feel intimidated by with these concepts. This is going to be a foundation course. So anybody who has not been coach uh, before, we are going to deal with everything in a way that it makes you a coach and also uh, a facilitator of these uh, uh, three amazing concepts and you you don't need to have a prerequisite uh, to be a coach but yeah also for somebody who is willing to, uh, to you have already done your foundation course and you want to learn these way of coaching you're also most welcome to join level two which you can join for pcc call yeah. Yeah, great, Monica. Thank you for asking. Okay, any any more questions? Any more clarifications? Otherwise, we Shiva, I and Kiva, we would like to thank you everyone for joining today. And any last comments from you, Kiva? I just want to thank Shiva and
1: Ujwal. Both of you for this wonderful webinar. Uh, And it was really, really amazing to learn everything. I think I've been talking to you both about all of these concepts, but you put it beautifully for all of us today. And also want to thank all our lovely participants who've asked so many questions, shared their thoughts on the comment box. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you want to know more about this course, you want any, any details about this course, you can connect with our team uh, by writing to us at contact at and we'll connect with you and uh, answer all your queries. Thank you so much for joining us. And as we are closing out, we just have one last update for uh, the participants here today. You can claim uh, an RD, Resource Development Certificate, for this webinar. If you're looking for more RDs, we also have thought leadership sessions that happen. So we have one that's happening tomorrow. Um, Yamini, I'll request you to just share the details on the chat box. And uh, that's also a session for which you can claim a resource development certificate. So that's it from my end. Thank you so much again, Shiva and Ujwal for joining us today. And thank you to all our lovely participants. Thank you, Kiva. Right. Thank, thank you, Kiva
0: good-bye. and team Bye. everybody. you All of you have a beautiful day. Good night and good evening.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank Bye. you.